0: Welcome back to episode 8 of the Revealed Thine Truth podcast. In today's episode, we will be discussing the truth behind Bimini Road. But before we get into it, as always, please make sure to follow us over on Instagram at Our Thy Truth Show. Also, please subscribe to our podcast on Anchor, Breaker, Pocketcasts, Overcasts, or wherever you're listening to. Uh, if you can leave us a review or a like wherever possible. Um, let us know what you think. But please do make sure to follow us over on Instagram at R Truth Show. But without further ado, let's get right into it. So, history. On September 2nd, 1968, while diving in three fathoms, 5.5 meters, or 18 feet, of water off the northwest coast of North Bimini Island, Joseph Manson Valentine, Jacques Moy and Robert Angove encountered an extensive pavement of what later was found to be noticeably rounded stones of varying size and thickness. thickness. This stone pavement was found to form a northeast southwest linear feature, which is most commonly known as either the Bimini Road or. Bimini Road. After Valentine, the Bimini Road has been visited and examined by geologists, avocational archaeologists, professional archaeologists, anthropologists, marine engineers, innumerable divers and many other people. In addition to the Bimini Road, Investigators have found two additional pavement-like linear features that lie parallel to and shoreward of the Bimini wall. Physical characteristics The Bimini wall and two linear features lying shoreward of it are composed of flat lying tabular and rectangular sub-rectangular polygonal and irregular blocks. Descriptions of the Bimini Road found in various books and articles greatly exa- exaggerate the regularity and rectangularity of the blocks composing these features. The Bimini Road, the largest, largest of three linear features, is 0.8 kilometres, 0.50 miles long, A northeast southeast trending feature with a pronounced hook at its southwest end. It consists of stone blocks measuring as much as 3 to 4 metres, that's 10 to 13 feet in horizontal dimensions, with the average size being 2 to 3 metres, 7 to 10 feet. The larger blocks show complementary edges which are lacking in the smaller blocks. The two narrower and shorter, approximately 50 and 60 meters, which is 160 and 200 feet long linear features lying shoreward of the Bimini Road, consist of smaller tabular stone blocks that are only one to two meters, three to seven feet, in a maximum horizontal breadth. Having rounded corners, the blocks having rounded corners, the blocks composing these pavements resemble giant loaves of bread. The blocks consist of limestone composed of carbonate cemented shell hash that is called beach rock. Beach rock is native to the Bahamas. The highly rounded nature of the blocks forming the Bimini Road indicates that a significant thickness of the original surface has been removed by biological, physical and chemical processes. Given the degree to which these blocks have been eroded, it is highly implausible that any original surface features, including any tool marks and inscriptions, would have been would have survived this degree of erosion. After a very detailed examination of the Bimini Road and the other linear features, Gifford and Ball made the following observations. <coughs> 1. The three features are unconnected at the southwest end. Scattered blocks are present there but do not form a well defined linear feature connecting the seaward, middle, and shoreward features. 2. No evidence exists anywhere over the three features of two courses of blocks or even a single block set squarely atop another. 3. Not enough blocks lie in the vicinity of the three features to have formed a now destroyed second course of rocks 4. Bedrock closely underlies the entire area of the three features eliminating the possibility of excavations or channels between them 5. Indications are that the blocks of the inner and middle features have always rested on a layer of loose sand. No evidence was found of the blocks being cut into or founded on the underlying bedrock surface. 6. In areas of the seaward feature where blocks rest directly on the bedrock surface, No evidence was found of irregular or symmetrical supports beneath any of the blocks. We saw no evidence on any of the blocks of regular or repeated patterns of grooves or depressions that might be interpreted as tool marks. 8. The inner and middle features are continuous over a distance of only about 50 meters. 160 feet. Though the seaward feature extends several hundred meters farther to the northeast, it too is not well founded or continuous enough to have served as some kind of thoroughfare. As noted below, these observations are disputed by other investigators. For example, some investigators state that where sand had washed away between the seams, another course of blocks can be seen along with small blocks underlying these blocks. However, detailed evidence that clearly documents the alleged presence of a continuous second layer course of stones beneath the stones forming the currently exposed pavement Have not yet been published in a reputable scientific venue with the details that that is needed for critical evaluation. Pictures posted on various web pages of stones alleged to be artificial red stones and prop stones failed as convincing evidence for a second course of stones because they are typically smaller in size do Not form a continuous course and too intricately and too infrequently lie directly beneath the blocks that form the surface of the Bimini Road. This is not what would be expected of an actual underlying course of man made masonry. David Zink states, most of the blocks were now clearly resting on either the underlying bedrock or on smaller stones on the sea floor. This led him to conclude, this fact had an important archaeological consequence. It meant that the idea held by some atlantologists that the blocks now visible were only the top of a more complex structure was likely incorrect. In addition, early studies of the Bimini Road, i.e. Gifford and Ball and David Zink, report taking numerous samples and calls for example, for examination, sorry. It is also safe to presume that a certain number of the innumerable visitors to the Bimini Road have chipped off pieces of it. scientific sampling and souvenir hunting would have left behind modern tool marks on the various blocks composing the Bimini road for later investigators to find so (coughs) you may so you might be thinking why have I chose why have I chosen this topic well because there are some people who um, those so of you who don't know, know of uh, Atlantis, um, I, may do an ep- I may do an episode on that to make it more <laughs> understanding, Boy, there are many people who claim that this payment, that is, you know, underwater, you know, they are claiming that this may be a road that was used by the people of Atlantis. Now again I can do an epi- I could do an episode on that if you would like me to To give you more of a, a better understanding of why this is a topic. <coughs> but age of the Bimini Road. Attempts have been made to determine the age of this feature using different techniques. These include direct radiocarbon dating of of the stones composing composing the road and uranium thorium dating of the marine limestone on which the road lies. In 1978 the radiocarbon laboratory Operated by the Department of Geology at the University of Miami Dated samples from a core collected by E.A. Shin In 1977 From the Bimini Road In 1979 Calvert and others Reported dates of 2,780 So Basically, is old. Basically, um, I'm not a, a mathematician, or you know, so from a hot, from old rock samples, a date of three five ten seventeen fourteen cyr bp. Anyway, from cells extracted from the bedrock beachrock core and dates of 2770 from carbonate cementing the beachrock core. These dates are temporarily consistent in that the cells composing the beachrock core from the Bimini Road dated older than the cement holding them together as beach rock. These dates can be interpreted as indicating that the cells composing of the Bimini Road are uncorrected for temporal and environmental variations in radiocarbon about three thousand five hundred years old. Because of time averaging and other <coughs> taphonic taphonomic, taphonomic Taphonomic factors. A random collection of cells likely would yield a radiocarbon date that is a few hundred years earlier than when the final accumulation of cells which were cemented to form beach rock actually occurred. The radiocarbon dates from the cement demonstrate that the beach rock composing the Bimini Road formed about 2800 radiocarbon excuse me years ago by the cementation of pre-existing sediments that accumulated about 1300 years earlier compared to the dates from the shells and cement it appears that the old rock dates reflect samples containing varying proportions of shell and cement without any significant contamination by younger radiocarbon. Both these dates and interpretation are consistent with the detailed research by Davard and Strasser that concluded that the layer of beach rock composing the Bimini Road formed beneath the surface of North Bimini Island and was exposed by coastal erosion only about 1,900 to 2,000 years ago. Proponents of the Bimini Road being a man-made feature argue that these radiocarbon dates are invalid because they were obtained entirely from whole rock samples and subject to contamination from Younger Carbon. The background data reported by Calvert and others concerning the radiocarbon dates from the Bimini Road demonstrate that not all of these dates come entirely from whole rock samples. That the dates from the cells and the clearly younger cement holding them together as beach rock are temporarily consistent argues against any significant alteration of their radiocarbon content. In addition, other, stu- other studies using radiocarbon dating to study sea level and the age of sediment and beach rock within the Bahamas have not reported any significant problems with contamination by younger radiocarbon. In their detailed research, DeWald and Strasser accepted the radiocarbon dates obtained from the beach rock composing the Bimini Road from the Radio Carbon excuse me, Laboratory at the University of Miami as valid indicators of his age. <coughs> so, if we were to take, I mean, burying the woman up there, taking a drink we will never know for sure, how old um, the sea level actually is because if, cause if, we, cause if we are talking about the ocean um, we've only explored 5, 5% of the ocean we've explored more in space than we have done in the ocean so we don't really know how old the seafloor is they have come to the conclusion was so far as between 1,900 to 2,000 years ago due to coastal erosion but that might not be the actual number again, I'm not a scientist, I'm not a mathematician If any of you out there happen to be a scientist or a mathematician, maybe you could enlighten me and all of us. But, you know, they can't really know that based off data, because data isn't always correct. But that's just my opinion. I could be wrong. Proponents of the Bimini Road being a man made feature argue that these radiocarbon dates are invalid because they were obtained entirely from whole rock samples and subject to contamination from younger carbon. The background data reported by Calvert and others. Concerning the radiocarbon data from dates from the Bimini Road, demonstrate that not all of these dates come entirely from old rock samples, that the dates from the cells and the clearly young cement holding them together as beach rock are temporarily consistent, argues against any significant alteration of their radiocarbon content. In addition, other studies using radiocarbon dating to study sea level and the age of sediment and beach rock with the Bahamas have not reported any significant problems with contamination to younger carbon radiocarbon in their detailed research. The and strata accepted the radiocarbon dates obtained from the beach rock composing the Bemini road from the radiocarbon laboratory at the University of Miami as valid indicators of its age. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry if I have repeated that again I sometimes lose track so I apologize. Gifford and Ball attempted to establish a minimum age using uranium thorium dating for the Bimini Road by dating a whole rock sample of the marine Lampetone by a pale spirit that underlies the beach rock that composes the Bimini Road. They described the sample as being whole rock marine Lampetone under Beach Rock off Paradise Point, North, B- m- North Bimini. Some recrystallization this sample yielded a uranium thorium date of fourteen point nine nine two two five eight BP. Supporters of the idea that the Bimini Road is a man-made structure frequently cite this date in the support of it being artificial. The uranium Thorium date published by Guildford and Ball is regarded as invalid and meaningless date for two reasons. First, the sample and being the sample being partially recrystallized means that this limestone was not a closed system, as required for a meaningful uranium thorium date. As a result, this specific date is, on, is only an apparent date that completely lacks any scientific value for interpreting the age of m- marine landowners underlying the Bimini road. Currently specific species of corals and mollusks that can be demonstrated to adapt any recrystallization using petrographic and x-ray diffraction techniques are the pre- preferred samples for dating any limestone sample that shows the least amount of recrystallization is now regarded as incapable of yielding a scientifically valid date, and not even worth an attempt at dating. Finally, it is well documented that about fifteen thousand calendar years ago, sea level in this region was between ninety-five and one hundred meters, to feet. Below present sea level. As a result, the location from where Gifford and Board collected the sample of limestone was between ninety and ninety-five meters, two hundred ninety-five to three hundred twelve feet, two hundred ninety-five and three hundred twelve feet above sea level at the time indicated by the uranium thorium date. Therefore, it is physically impossible for the marine limestone underlying the Bimini Road to have accumulated around 15,000 BP. Thus this uranium-thorium date is meaningless, invalid date lacking any scientific significance because this date clearly lacks any scientific meaning. Geologists and archaeologists rarely mention it in their discussions of the Bimini Road the marine limestone underlying the Bimili Road dates to the San Gamonian stage, the last interglacial when sea level was last high enough for the marine sediments, now lithium into limestone, to have accumulated. <coughs> Geological, Geological explanation: The consensus among geologists and archaeologists is that the Bimini Road is a nature is a natural feature, composed of beach rock that orthogonal and other joints have broken up into rectangular, subrectangular, polygonal, and irregular blocks. The geologists and anthropologists who have personally studied the Bimini Road include Eugene Shin of the U.S. Geological Survey, Marshall McCusick, an associate professor of anthropology at University of Iowa, W. Howson of Environmental Research Associates, Virginia Beach, Virginia Mahon, M. Ball and J.A. Gifford of the Rosen Washington Shield School of Marine and Atmospheric Science. University of Miami and Eric Givald and a Stresser of the Department of Geology and Paleontology University of Geneva <coughs> Geneva, Switzerland. After either inspecting or studying the Bimini Road, they all concluded that it consists of naturally jointed bedrock. John A. Gifford, a prof- professional geologist, spent a significant time studying the geology of the Bimini Islands for his University of Miami master's thesis about the geology of the Bimini Islands. Calvert and others identified samples that they dated from the Bimini wall as being natural bedrock. <clears throat> Detailed studies by E. Davold and A. E. Strasser of Holocene limestones currently exposed on North Bimini and Jalta case Bahamas, reveal the sequence of events likely responsible for creating beach rock pavements, like the Bimini Road. First, a complete beach sequence of shallow, subtidal, intertidal, and supertidal. Carbonate sediments accumulated as the shoreline of North Bimini built seaward during parts of the Holocene. Once the deposition of these sediments built the North Bimini shoreline seaward, freshwater cementation of the carbonate occurred at some depth, possibly even a meter or so below sea level. Beneath the island's surface, this cementation created a band consisting of a thick primary layer of semi field sediments and thinner, thinner discontinuous lenses and layers of similar semi field sediments beneath it. <coughs> Later, when erosion of the island shoreline occurred, the band of semi field sediment was exposed within the intertidal, intertidal zone and the semi field sediments were cemented into beach rock. As the sediments underlying the eroding shoreline were eroded down to Pleistocene limestone, the beach rock broke into flat-lined, tabular and rectangular, sub-rectangular, polygonal and irregular blocks as observed for modern beaches, within the Bahamas by E. Davald and E. Strasser. Thinner Thinner layers of beach rock underlying the primary bed of beach rock were also broken up as the loose sediments enclosing them and the thicker primary bed were eroded. As the loose sediment was occurred was scarred out so, from under the blocks and other pieces of beach rock by so-called scour and settling processes, they dropped downward for several meters until they rested directly on the erosion-resistant and limestone as an erosional lag the scene discusses a similar, but not identical, process by which the Bemini Road could have been created. <coughs> uh, the downward movement of large solid objects by scour and settling processes have been documented by Jesse E. McNinch, <coughs> John T. Wells and other researchers. They concluded that large heavy objects could sink into the sea bottom by several metres without significant lateral movements. As the result of scour and settling processes, if an erosion-resistant layer of sediment were not encountered in case of the beach rock blocks composing the Bimini Road and other pieces underlying it, the erosion-resistant layer that limited how far they were dropped downward by scour and settling processes is the Pleistocene limestone on which they now rest. Finally, pieces of thinner layers or lenses of beach rock underlying the primary bed that was broken up and dropped downward to create the Bimini Road would be trapped beneath the blocks as they also were broken up and dropped by erosion. The trapping of these fragments of beach rock beneath the blocks composing the Bimini Road as erosion removed loose sediments and dropped them onto the surface of the Pleistocene limestone. would have created the so called prop and wedge rocks and blocks alleged to be a second course of masonry, presuming that the blocks of beach rock forming the Bimini Road originally formed at some unknown depth below sea level and have been dropped by erosion by several meters. Dating the age of the Bimini Road by its relation to past sea level would be a useless technique that would produce misleading results. Natural pavements composed of stone blocks which often are far more rectangular And consistent in size than the blocks composing the Bimini Road, created by orthogonal and other jointing within sedimentary rocks, (coughs) including beach rock, are quite common and found throughout the world. They include a popular tourist attraction, the tessellated pavement of Eagle Hawk Neck Tasmania, Jointed bedrock that has been completely misidentified as man made. The Phoenician Fortress and Furnace in Oklahoma. A tiled pavement reported from Battlement Mesa in Western Colorado. <coughs> the tessellated pavement of the Baldy Peninsula near Sydney, Australia, and Arches National Park in Utah. Natural beach rock pavements that are identical to the Bimini Road have been found eroding out of the east shore of Loggerhead Quay of Dry Tortugas and submerged beneath 90 meters, 300 feet of water at Pulley Ridge off the southwest coast of (coughs) Florida. Claims of a human origin. Although it is generally considered to be a naturally occurring geological feature as a result of the unusual arrangements and shape of the stories of the stones, sorry, some believe that the formation is the remains of an ancient road, wall, or some other deliberately constructed feature. For example, published in Argosy an American Pulp magazine, and other authored and either authored or co-authored by Robert F. Marks, a professional diver and visitor to the Bimini Road, argued that the Bimini Road is an artificial structure. In a 1971 Augusty article, Robert Marks reported that Carl Thicholm, who was president, not head geologist, as reported by Marks of global oceanic Once a manager for North American Rockwell, a ship designer and retired naval officer, stated that there was little astronaut, there was little doubt that the massive stone blocks were cut by people. The same article noted that he was part of an expedition sponsored by North American Rockwell that included Edgar Mitchell, the astronaut, as leader. Dmitry Rebikov and a number of physics f- 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 from the Edgar Keiss Foundation. Others who consider the Bimini undersea formation to be man made as opposed to natural beach <laughs> rock are, are Joseph Manson, Valentin, zoologist, Charles Burritz, linguist, Greg Little, psychologist, or Cedric Leonard anthropologist and Dimitri Rebikov, French marine engineer all claim to have investigated the formations in, in person and claim to have observed more than one horizontal layer of blocks, at least in places. However, multiple layers of blocks can result naturally from systematic fracturing of sedimentary rock where multiple layers of sedimentary rock lie on top of each other. As can be observed in the case of the tessellated pavement of Tasmania exposed at Eagle Hawk Neck on the Tasmanian as on the Tasman Peninsula. In his controversial book, 1421, The Year China Discovered America and its accompanying documentary 1421, The Year China Discovered America, a Mauncha historian Gavin Menzies claimed that when Chinese Admiral Zheng He fleet was in the process of circumnavigating the globe in 1421, it stopped at Bimini. According to Menzies, half of the fleet under the command of Admiral Zhu Ren was caught in a hurricane near Bimini and built the Bimini Road from Beach Rock and other ships ballast as a slipway to haul damaged, drunk ashore for refitting and repairs of damage caused by the hurricane. <coughs> Sci-Fi Channel presentation. Sci-Fi's quest for Atlantis, startling the new secrets, followed several different groups researching possible locations for the legendary Atlantis, one of which focused on the Bimini Road. Greg Little led a team of researchers on a dive to recover objects at Bimini Bay. Little and his team reported the discovery of an entire second layer of square-cut rocks with similar dimensions beneath the stones of the Bimini Road. However, they have yet to formally publish in any detail the evidence and observations that demonstrate the presence of this underlying layer and the square-cut nature of its blocks. As a result its existence remains unproven. Little believes that his discovery suggests that the Bemini Road may actually be one part of an entire world or water dock. He has also published an informal critique of Sin's Sceptical Inquirer article. The Bermini Road was also discussed in Season 1, Episode 10 of the TV series in a sense of, as well as Season 4, Episode 22 of the History Channel's TV series, *Innocent Aliens. <coughs> so... I may do so I I may do an episode on um Atlantis um who who were the very who were who were the few the very one of the very first um civilizations um and you know so because I think that will will make more sense if I tie it in. But <coughs> that, uh, but if you to have my opinion on my takeaway from this, my takeaway is, if there is such a a road a road down at sea level, <coughs> then And obviously, you know they haven't gone down there, gone down there, and investigated. But if they were to go down there and let's say, do a massive explosion, and they found and they found, on this road, by the way, I I forgot to mention, is apparently up to a mile long. So if this road is is a mile long or even longer then this proves that we don't really know what's down there because like I said we've only explored 5% of the ocean we've explored more of, more of, of space than we have the ocean so again we don't really know we don't really know what could have been down there Two, three thousand years ago, or even fifteen thousand years ago, right? Well, we don't really know. So I think it's so. You know, I think we need to, you know, be a bit be open-minded, and you know, and take into consideration the, the species of animals that were around. 15,000 years ago We don't even know that So you know But I hope But that'll be it for today um, I hope you uh, saw that there was a bit of a A delay In this coming out uh, It sort of came out sort of came out yesterday But You know I got a little bit tied up um, But I hope everyone is staying safe I hope you are taking precautions Staying two metres apart Only going out if you need to and yeah that would be it and until the next time see you guys